welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now to today's message. We pray for your presence, Lord. We pray for a listening ear in the spirit. I pray that people will be elevated into the next level in their work with you as they hear the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Organ is too high. I'm preaching on the subject, the cross, part one. The cross, part one. There is an ancient story I tried to document down for you to hear before as the intro of my teaching. And there was this guru, this Hindu guru, that was called Rao, R-A-O, and he was well known. And uh, in 1996, he wanted to show some power, and uh, he was a very powerful, influential, very pompous, and uh, egocentric and mystic who convinced people that he can walk on water. He had the power and the ability to walk on water, just like Jesus. Just to say that Jesus is not any special person. He was so confident in his own spiritual powers that he took it public. He made it a public show, like a show, and people were buying tickets for $100 each attendant. So there was a cinema and arena. They gathered to see the show. Please follow the story. The tickets sold. They sold a lot in the city of Bombay. Now Mumbai. Okay, it's in India. And um, the elites, the, when I say the elites, it means the very educated people in society and all that. They paid to watch because... When you are growing in society and in education, you become very curious and you become very investigative. So they gathered, there was a great gathering and the event was held in a large garden like an event center. So the crowd, they said, they recorded about 600 people. At that time, it was big because when you look at world population and you compare it in 1996, a 600 gathering is a very big gathering. Are you following? So, the white bearded yogi appeared in a flowing garment and stepped confidently to the edge of the pool at the garden. He paused. And he prayed. 
silently. <laughs> Raul opened his eyes, looked to the heavens, and boldly stepped forward into the pool. With an awkward splash, he disappeared beneath the water. With a struggling posture, the holy man began to struggle in the water and everybody was watching. He shook his finger as he came up to signify that he's drowning. But the people too, when they paid to come and watch you walk on water. So they kept watching this man until he embarrassed the whole crowd and he drowned. All the men who were there, they began to question who then is the ultimate savior and ultimate power holder of the world. I said this story because when you know history, history has shown us that many people have tried to neutralize and equal the miracles that Jesus performed just to make a statement that Jesus is not a special person as we want everybody to know. But as many times as they've tried, they have failed. Even yesterday, somebody sent me a message. One of you, she has chanced on an information that says that Eve is not the first woman of the world. And they mention another lady's name. Some of you know that. And I told her that, what did you read in the Bible? As for information, there can be so many informations. Disinforming people, misinforming people, just to confuse people that the truth is not the truth. But today I'm going to help you to understand what the cross is. That your Christian faith is being contested for. People and the system, is con they are contesting to have you. For you to believe that you don't even need a pastor, you don't even need a church. If you're a Christian, it is in your heart. There is that contention for our attention. And today I'm going to teach, I'm not going to preach like last week. I'm going to take you systematically in the next 35-40 minutes and then we leave this place. Give the Lord a good clap of hands. <laughs> Jesus indeed walked on water. Jesus performed miracles not for showmanship because when you read the Bible anytime Jesus performed a miracle he would tell the people not to tell anyone. And sometimes when the people are gathering the crowd, human beings are not to be trusted. You will tell somebody something, don't tell anyone. You go and tell somebody, hey, pastor said I shouldn't tell anybody. You, dear, I trust you. So don't tell anyone. Then he moves to the next person. I'm telling you, you know, this one, he said, take information. Don't tell. So before you realize that don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone has become that everybody knows, but nobody is saying anything. So Jesus will tell them, don't go and tell anybody keep it but they managed to tell people in town 
And then the crowd will increase in Capernaum and Jesus will take a boat and leave to Galilee. That means that he was not doing those miracles for showmanship. So as even pastors, we must be very careful what we do with testimonies. When the testimonies are being shared and it's making you, the pastor, look like you are the powerful person, there is a problem. I need to check the source of your miracle. Because when Jesus performs miracles, he will leave the scene. So when they are giving testimonies and it's making the man of God look like he is the powerhouse, I have a problem with it. That is why in this house, you hardly see me call somebody that come and stand here and give testimony because I know church members. By the time somebody said that after miracle hour, I came to kneel here to pray and then when I was going attached pastor's chair, oh, my chair is going to break very soon. Before I realized one day I'll come, they've carried my child. Uh, where, where is my chair? Say, oh, we don't know. Okay, somebody touches and so Jesus will perform miracles and he has he will he will disappear. He will disappear. Yesterday I was ministering for um, one great man of God. I don't want to mention because I don't want to. So when we finished, the, the presence of God was so strong. This man of God, you will never most of you have not seen him doing impartation but we all joined and were laying hands casting out demons powerful atmosphere Francis was there and Roland too was there we're laying hands people were man- when you see the man laying hands you'll be shocked it is like seeing Pama Buckle doing deliverance you understand so when we finished and we came home at dawn he sent me a message and a testimony of a lady awesome in that meeting, there was no chorister, there was no organ, there was no singing, but the power of God was there. Jesus is a very simple man. Jesus is not a complicated man. He came simple in the manger and died a death that does not look like a royal. He died on an old ragged cross. In fact, the greatest miracle Jesus ever did was not to open blind eyes, was not to turn water into wine, but to die on the cross was the greatest miracle that Jesus ever did. Looking at the power he had, looking at the authority he operated in, for him to die on the cross for him to control himself, not to command the soldiers to die. For him to control himself, for soldiers to bully him and spit on him. For him to stand there and see people falsely accuse him. And yet, he did not order angels to destroy them. If most of you had, if we had little of Jesus' power, then... I think at the point where a soldier is slapping, you say, how dare you? You would turn to the soldier and say, how dare you? Yeah. One day they went for him in Gethsemane and Peter took a dagger and cut the ear of the soldier. And she said, why, 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 why? You, you think the kingdom can't fight for me? I can just do all of them will fall down dead. So, we are going to look at Jesus, why he died, who actually killed Jesus. 
and why Jesus came to die on the cross. It is very difficult for intellectuals to comprehend why Jesus should die on the cross. If somebody should die, then if God could kill, if God could kill his only son, then he should have killed the devil, then we'll be free. Yes or no? Yeah, if you want somebody to die, it shouldn't be Jesus. Let the devil die and let all of us be what? Just imagine the devil is dead. The world would be nice. But in the intention of God, Jesus must die. Jesus did not fall victim to people's cruelty. I want to teach you today something that will be with you for you because there are a lot of false doctrine, false teachings on Facebook. People are roaming in town and people are teaching horrible theology. Horrible. And sometimes if you don't know this, you'll be very, very much deceived. Jesus did not die as a victim. Jesus did not die as a justified criminal. He died as a criminal or he died a criminal's death does not mean that he had committed criminal offenses. He had to come for a specific assignment which is to die on the cross. At the end of the day, Jesus, you must die on the cross for the sins of man. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. So his assignment and his mission was clearly stated in this point. He didn't come to marry. He didn't come to be an engineer. He came and all his life must end and culminate in a point or at a point where he's dying to save the souls of human beings. So we came to Christ because he was the one that died on the cross. That is why we came to him. If Adua Mansa died on the cross, we would have come to her. But Jesus Christ died on the cross. He shed his innocent blood for you and I. That is why we come to him. That is why you are saved. You are the Pope. You are saved because Jesus paid the utmost price, the full price for your salvation. John chapter 1 verse 29. John chapter 1 verse 29. The next day John see Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the lamp of God which taketh away the sins of the world. His crucifixion was a vivid display of his authority over circumstances, his authority over human beings, and his authority over death. The death of Christ was a demonstration that he had authority over circumstances. He had authority over men. And he had authority over death. That is the man I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Jesus. They've told you that he will give you toffee. He will give you shoe. He will give you dress. This is the Jesus you need to know. He is the man who has authority over every circumstance. When they were on the sea 
and there was tempest, the storm was strong, and he came up, he put the situation under control. I came to tell you, if you have Jesus, every problem you are facing today, he will bring it under control. I said he will bring it under control. He was the one, he could stand the betrayer of men. He could stand the betrayer of men and did not change his assignment. Judas betrayed him, he didn't change his assignment. Peter denied him, he didn't change his assignment. When he stood there, he and a criminal, Barabbas, Jesus, the crowd he has been praying for, the people he has been healing, the relatives of dead women and men he has raised, these same people were in the crowd and they said, kill Jesus and give us Barabbas. And yet, Jesus still went ahead to attain his assignment and at the end of the day he received a name that is above every other name. I came to tell you, follow Jesus. Follow the example of Jesus. Don't allow the distractors to change your mission. Don't allow people to turn you into a wicked person. Don't allow one ungrateful person turn you into a wicked person towards the needs of people because in life people will betray you. People will, will give you what you never expected from them. I pray in the name of Jesus that Jesus will continue to be the author and the finisher of our faith. That Jesus will be our example in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. You know, far from being a tragic end of a very handsome man. Who told you Jesus was not handsome? A very handsome man. Take tall, hairy man. Everybody's day crash. Fine boy. Healthy man. Because you see, when, when you see the distance he was walking, it's no joke, Oga. Jesus was walking. When you see the distance from Jerusalem to the Mount of Transfiguration, and even how the Mount of Transfiguration is going right around, 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 and this man climbed it every time. Going here, going there. He was a strong man, well built man. He's a man that when the ladies saw it, they say, Oh. But you see, he was on assignment. He was on assignment. His death was not a tragic death, his crucifixion was not in the powers of man but in the regulations of God. His ministry was not just to perform miracles. You can come for miracle service, you receive your miracle on Friday. But that is not the ministry. The ministry of Jesus is to reconcile you back to the Father. So sometimes you may need a miracle, he will give it to you. Sometimes you think you need a miracle, he will not give it to you because you don't need it. What you need, you will get because all things are yours. There are some miracles he will not give you because if he gives it to you, it will kill you. If I'm here and I'm saying, God, give me a private jet by next year, by this time, I need a private jet. I'm joking before God. I'm joking. I'm joking. I will need a place to pack the jet. It can't be packed in my house. I have to write a letter to the airwaves, Ghana, one, one, one. They will seek permission, get a place, hire over 15 workers, not, not preferable, 15 skilled professional workers, people who deal with all kinds of things. 
So every day, whether you fly the jet or not, you are paying people. Am I ready? You are here praying, Lord, I need a four-wheel drive. I need a four-wheel I receive. If God gives you a four-wheel drive today, we will see you driving the car and you'll be crying. Because by the time you are supposed to accelerate, you are, you, you, your leg will still be on brake. They'll be blowing down. Pay, 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 pay. You can't drive fast. You can't drive because you're afraid of fuel. You can't pay. By the time the ties of a four-wheel drive is worn out and you're going to change brand new, you're paying 12000 14000 Keep your atos like that until the Lord elevates you. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. People for centuries have argued who killed Jesus, who is to be blamed. And I want to ask you today, who killed Jesus? Who do we blame for the death of Christ? So many have attributed it to the Jewish people. You know, the Jewish people are a lot in Israel. Over 74% of the Israeli population are Jewish people. About 20% are Muslims. And only 5% of Israelis are Christians. Are you sure? Yeah. Is that bad? So, the Jewish people, they don't see Jesus as the Messiah. They want the king to come and you say Jesus. So, people blame, blame them for orchestrating the death of Christ. Certainly, they cannot be left out of the blame game because they were the majority. Okay, that's why when, when they bring in taxes into the country, right now we won't blame NDC, we'll blame MPP. So every tax that comes now, we will say MPP people brought it. If it is VAT, we'll say it is Atamil's people that brought it. Do you understand? Because the majority takes the blame. Amen? So whether Ukraine is fighting, or here is this, all we know is that during this time, Something is going well or something is going bad. So the Jewish people being the majority cannot say that they don't know anything about the death of Christ. They knew because they had the scribes, the uh, teachers, all the Sadducees and the, and the Pharisees were the people challenging the ministry of Jesus. So how can we say that they are not part? They must take some of the blame. They concocted stories about the man. They came tempting Jesus. Jesus forgives people. Then they'll come and ask him, hey, does a man have the power to forgive sins? Then Jesus will have to teach them and bring them to the point that he, Jesus that is talking to them, he is God in the flesh. He has the authority to forgive. To the Jewish, it's only God that can forgive sins. So for a man to say, I can forgive sins, theologically, he is God. And that will bring them. When Jesus answers them, they get angry and they go away. Then they go and concord. So they planned the death of Christ. Do we blame them fully? The Roman Empire, they also come in. I said today I'm teaching. Last week by now I'm, I'm, I'm seeking the whole place. But I have to teach you things that will help you. So when you are jumping, you will stand on solid rock. Amen. So the Roman Empire too, you cannot, they, they cannot say that they shouldn't be blamed. Because if somebody is condemned to death in Ghana, they cannot execute the person until the executive signs. So the Roman Empire also will take part of the blame. 
they gave pressure to Pontius Pilate to execute their plan. To the point that the wife of Pontius Pilate woke up and said, hey, Pilate, don't touch this man. This is what I have, the dream I've had. So Pilate had to come. He asked them, they said, oh, give us Barabbas. Kill this man. He's a criminal. Then he washed his hands. And he said, okay, I'm doing for you what you want. He washed his hands. But yet, he still has to sign. <laughs> so partly the authority, the authorization for the exchange that give us a criminal and kill Jesus came from the Roman Empire. Who do we blame? To execute an innocent man. Jesus did no evil. Can you tell me the evil Jesus ever did in the Bible? He did no evil. So he was innocent. Like the judicial systems in many nations, there are people who have died for things they didn't do. And Jesus found himself in that situation. Jesus was neither a victim of the Jewish people or the Roman Empire. The Apostle Peter, let's look at Acts chapter 2 verse 23. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Give me a short version and look at the scripture well. Mark it down. You need it for a debate one day. Say, but God knew what would happen and his pre-arranged plan so whilst Pontius Pilate and his wife and the Jewish people and the people were shouting give us Barabbas and kill Jesus they didn't know that Jesus God was the script writer and God was directing the movie when the soldiers I don't know whether I'm blessing you but even your enemies, they are in the script of God concerning your destiny. Yeah. Every obstacle, every challenge, every opposition, every enemy, spiritual, human, whatever that you are seeing now, the Egyptians you are seeing now, they are in God's script concerning your life. I came to tell you what is written is written. What God has said concerning your life, not even the enemy can change the counsel of God. Give the Lord a good clap offering someone. Yeah. God knew that Jesus will be falsely accused. If they falsely accuse you, relax. Don't kill anybody. I'm not dying anything. I will kill them. No, relax. You are, they are in God's script. They are in chapter 4 of God's script concerning your destiny. Amen. So he said, but God knew what would happen. And his pre-arranged plan was carried out. Yes. <laughs> it, Julius, it was carried out. Are the English people in town? It was carried out. So I say, Oga, so David tells them, put Uriah at the front of the battle. They just go and carry it out. Uriah, you are put in the front of the battle. It's not the commander that put Uriah in front of the battle. It was David. 
he carried out the words of the king. So they said that and was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. Was the betrayal of Jesus very painful? Was it a painful betrayer? If we were Jesus, will you be happy with God? No. There are many things that are happening to you that you are angry with God for. It is in God's plan for your life. God is going to use it to bring glory to him. So the best thing I want to advise you is that when you are going through trouble, problems and going through situations that don't meet your expectation don't turn to God and blame God don't turn to God and curse God and they told Job to curse God and die don't curse God and die because when you curse God you will not die you will suffer a foolish man's suffering that God will not benefit anything by killing you God is too big to spend his energy to kill you, his son. Are you here? With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to a cross and killed him. Wow. The help. Your enemies are helping the facilitation of your miracle. Your breakthrough is being facilitated by the activities of your enemies. Let your enemies increase. When they increase, they will work for your promotion. Your amen is not strong. A man who has no enemy has no reason to be alive. Yeah. If you say you want to be the president of Ghana, get ready. Even people who have not gone to school before will insult you. Yeah, people who cannot manage themselves only on breakfast, they'll be insulting you. Because you become a target. If you are not a target, you have no enemy. I don't know why you want to quit life. I don't know why you are tired of life. I don't know why you are so offended. I don't know why you want to give up. I came to tell you, Jesus was betrayed. And God is saying it was part of his plan for his life. Jesus' death was an act of his obedience to God's will. And me, I obey God. I've even given my life to Christ. It is now cried that things are hard. Yours things are hard. Jesus' own, his life died. He lost his life. He lost his life. He lost his life. You want to go to the university. You think that when you go to the university, you are going to learn the quantum of uh, materials that you were studying in SSS. No. No. All the things you study in SSS, you use two weeks in your first semester to clear it. Two weeks. By the time you do one semester, it is more than five years in, the sec- in, 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 in secondary school. That is why it's good for everybody to go to the university. May, you, and may everybody here find an opportunity to go to the university. Yeah. Because it opens your mind. You go to the bank, people didn't read account. They are there. They are now because they become head of accounting. They didn't read any account. Why? Because when you go to the by the time you are finishing your project, eh, your brain cells have op- your brains are opened. You can think anyhow. Amen. Amen. May you not fear the next step of your life. May you not fear the next assignment in your assignment. May you not fear the next step you must take in your destiny in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus himself was in absolute control of every situation in his life. John chapter 10 verse 17 to 18. 
Therefore, does my father, give me a subversion quickly. The father loves me because I sacrifice my life. I sacrifice my life. I sacrifice. Did anybody kill Jesus? No. Jesus sacrificed his life. Nobody killed Jesus. Nobody murdered Jesus. He sacrificed his life so I may take it back again. You see, because he sacrificed his life, he can take it back again. If a disease kills a man, a man, the man does not come back. Your uncle died of BP, stroke, whatever. Is he back? No. He, this one is God himself in the flesh coming to pay the price that human beings should pay to reconcile human beings back to him. So when he came, he couldn't be killed. He sacrificed his own life and then he took it back on the third day. Give me the 18. He said, no one can take my life. No one. May no one take your life. I declare over your life, no one will take your life. I said, no one will take your life. You will live the full years of your life. No one will take your life. No one will take your life. Nobody will threaten you and tell I will kill you. Nobody. May no human being have the strength to stand before you and threaten you with life. In the name of Jesus, wherever they mention your name for premature death, it will backfire a thousand times on their head. In the name of Jesus, you will live the full years of your life and let no man, no woman, born of a woman, attempt to terminate your life. Give the Lord a clap offering. You will live long. Sometimes when you hear people dying, you hear 13 year old die, 30 something year old, you're afraid, then you start dreaming. You start thinking. And you start saying, I'm sure I will die. You will die what early? You are not dying early. You will live long in the name of Jesus. May none of your mistakes lead you into premature death. May none of your mistakes take you into a realm that you cannot deliver yourself. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, do not think for a moment that anyone could kill Jesus. No. Nobody. The divine plan was that go into the world, go and die, go to hell, take the keys of life and death. Take the keys and control the realms of heaven and hell. Seize the keys of hell from the devil. Even the devil is an occupant of hell. He does not control hell. The owner of hell is the one that has the keys. <laughs> Heaven and earth. The earth contains hell. Hell belongs to God. Hell does not belong to the devil. The devil has been put there by God. So he's a tenant. Uh, may you not become a co-tenant of the devil. I said, may you not become a co-tenant of the devil. In the name of Jesus, may you not die and go to hell. May you not go and occupy five-bedroom house in hell. May you not. May you not. Because the devil has also created space for people. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, me, I want to go to hell because Bob Mali is there. Bob Mali, you... You go to hell. You raise your head and you see Bob Mali bowing down to God in heaven. And you'll be shocked. You go to hell and say, Charlie, Charlie, where, where be the Bob Mali in Villa? I won't go there. there. Bob Mali, Bob Mali is not here. 
Raise your head and check. You see Bob Mali walking with Paul. They are going on inspection. They are walking the realms of Togo and making sure that the churches are doing well. You see Bob Mali in Cameroon interceding for the church as an angel. Like, hey! Don't die and go to hell. Tell somebody, don't die and go to hell. So I want to go to hell because I think Tupac is in hell. You get there and say, Charlie, I'm looking for my, 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 my legend. Where is my legend? Tupac Shakur. Say, eh? Tupac. No, Tupac is not here. We don't know anybody called Tupac. Eh? Raise your head. You see Tupac. He's a prison worship leader in the region. In the, and, you're like, <laughs> and you're like, hey, may you not become a co-tenant of the devil. In the name of Jesus. Listen to what Jesus told Pilate in John chapter 19, verse 11. The man himself was telling Pilate. He said, then Jesus said, you would have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. So all these things you people are doing eh, is because God has permitted it. So the one who handed me over to you has the greater son. So though the man was on assignment, you know, the one who betrayed him, eh? <laughs> problem. The fact that I'm saying that your enemies are propelling you doesn't mean that God will be clapping for your enemies. As much as he's using them to propel you, he will punish them. Are you here? Are you here? So don't be here and maybe you are an enemy to somebody. And you hear this, oh, God is using me to, 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 to straighten her. Uh, we, we are, you are digging out the finances of the company. God will punish you. Yeah. One day you'll be caught. And one day you'll, be, you'll go to hell. you go to jail. Yeah. You know, but when you are stealing in the company, you are teaching the owner a lesson to increase accountability, to increase auditing, to increase security. As much as God is using you to teach the person, you will be punished. The place is quiet. Do we have a lot of thieves in this house? <laughs> I thought when I said you'd be clapping, but you didn't clap. Clap. Yeah. Mobs tried to murder Jesus, but they never ever succeeded. They never, because nobody must take pride like the man who killed Gaddafi. So always happy, he's holding the golden gun. I was the one who shot him. Like, nobody should take pride. Nobody can kill Jesus. Nobody. And may nobody be able to shoot you down. Amen. Yeah, may nobody be able to call you. How can they call you in the realms, Oga? Now they call you, then you come and say you had a dream, and then you saw that witches are called you, and you went there, your hands are behind you, and you are no, 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 no. I declare over your life. If they call you in the realms of the spirit, when you get there, you you bomb them off the surface of the earth. You, 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 they will not be able to call you. They will not be able to call you. If you like your witch, you call me and see. By the time you are calling, you go mad straight up. May your name be a terror to the house of the enemy. Your amen is not strong. May the names of your children be a terror to the house of the enemy. May the names of your children be toxic to the house of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Give the Lord a good clap offering.
In John chapter 8, verse 59, they tried to stone the man. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. Many times they tried to do something to kill the man. But they never succeeded. I'm landing. Again and again, he will pass through people. Because his time was not up. Any attempt, I repeat it. Diseases, sickness, mistakes, lorry accident, domestic accident. Natural disasters will not take your life from the surface of the earth. Until your time is up, you will never fold the folders of your destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus. They tried it severally. John chapter 7 verse 30. I'm leaving you today with good, good Bible meat. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come. Wow. May you live here with a superior mind. May you live here with a dominion mandate. May you live here as a proud follower of Jesus Christ. May you live here knowing that Jesus is in your boat. He's in your life. And he's working out his glory out of the happenings of your life. In Jesus' name. When the hour of his death finally came, Jesus knew it. How do you say you kill such a man? He knew that his time had come. Matthew chapter 26 verse 18. As you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man, tell him, the teacher says, my time has come. And I will eat the Passover meal with your disciples at your house. He knew his time had come to die. He knew his time had come to pay the price. I came to tell somebody, don't let anybody deceive you that some people kill Jesus. Nobody could lay lay his hands on him. Nobody. His time came and he gave himself for his assignment. Listen, he went praying to God that God change it. Lord, change it. God didn't change it. Three times, God didn't mind him. On the third, I said, oh God, not my will, but your will. Jesus submitted himself to be killed. And when he died, he rose. Can I announce to you, all the troublesome aspect of your life, very soon, God's glory is going to be revealed in it. All the difficulties, all the complexities, when you follow Jesus, as you follow Jesus, as you follow Jesus, as you follow Jesus, every now and then, his glory shall be revealed out of your life for the glory of God to be seen amongst men. God will change your story. I said God will change your story. Jesus is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Listen, if Jesus does not even give you a car, he has given you a mansion in heaven. Oh, you can clap for that. Yeah. If Jesus, listen, it's not every Christian, it's not every strong Christian who will ever build a house in his life. It's not every Christian, it's not every strong Christian who will ever marry. It's not every Christian who will have their own biological children. (laughs) But every Christian has a mansion in heaven. 
Amen, dear, amen. amen. That is the beauty of it. That you have a mansion, not a house. A mansion. Julius, you have a mansion. And you determine how your mansion should look like. Oh my God, I can't wait to enter that mansion. God, after I leave my years. You may be staying in a kiosk on earth and struggling by just coming to church and being happy. But listen to me, there's no kiosk in heaven. There are mansions in heaven. I said there are mansions in heaven. Your apparel is going to change. Your walking is going to change. Maybe your, the, the road to your house today is so bad. Oh, in heaven, you walk on golden streets. Am I preaching to people? Am I preaching to people? Maybe where you stay now, there is a baker behind your house. Every day they are putting smoke. There's a kinky cellar. They have even opened pap. Now, if you are not lucky, before you realize there's a pap by your house. So one of the directions you should be praying when you wake up, do morning devotion and walk in front of your house, walk in the area and declare that no, none of my neighbors will ever think of opening pap on this road. Say it every day. Anoint your path and declare so that you can have your peace of mind. That was one day. Friday. Friday night. Sunday night. Saturday night. Before you realize your children, they won't sleep early. They'll come on the compound. Kachalala. <laughs> you are not making declarations. You have to look at your children and speak over them. Speak into their 30th year. Speak into their 50th year. Speak into their 60th year. Yeah. Every month of tithes has a de- different declaration I demand from heaven over my children. By the time your children will be growing, they will be going in a certain direction. By all means, they'll do some CB somewhere. But they will come back. Yeah. Because there are words governing their life. They have no idea of. As they walk, there's a cloud of declaration on their life. So the people were thinking they were the people crucifying Jesus. But they didn't know that there was a declaration pushing them. Judas... Judas, if you don't betray Jesus, he can't die. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. <laughs> the soldier was standing by him. Jesus was handed over by nine, tried by nine. Twelve o'clock, he was hanged. From twelve to three, three o'clock, he was about to die, and he died at three. Into your hands I commit my spirit. And then the soldier man, God wants scientific proof. Because he knows that scientists will rise one day and say, Jesus didn't die. They just quickly brought him down. Three hours. It is documented that when you hang on the tree for three hours because of the weight and the pressure on your lungs. Remember, I work in the hospital. You will suffocate and you will die. Three hours. Your bones will rest on your chest. Even when you lie down sleeping, if you go and try it, put a lot of pillow here and press yourself, you can't survive ten minutes. But the man was there and he gave up it ghost. Now, God wants scientific proof. So there was a soldier with a spear. God said, I'll use this soldier, whether he's innocent or not. I'll use the weapon in his hands. Pierce his ribs. When he pierced, two materials came out. Water, separate. Blood, separate. 
it talks about the man is dead. If he was not dead, it would be mixed together. It came separately. You will see water. You will see clotted blood. I came to tell somebody that the Jesus you are following is not a white man God. He's not a white man God. He's not a white man idea. He's the savior of the world. From today, may you stand for Jesus. May you speak for Jesus. May you live for Jesus. May you believe Jesus all the days of your life. Give the Lord a shout of praise, someone. If need be, that you never have the chance to own nice dresses, what you have wear. Wear and come to church. Don't say, I want to wear suit before I come to church. Who told you so? Who told you? Whatever you have, thank God for it and live with God's principle. If it pleases him to make you a millionaire, he will do it. As you follow him, he will do it. If he doesn't keep you as a millionaire, remember that Lazarus was a poor man, but he went to, he went to heaven. Angels came for his soul. Angels were discharged. Limousine whew, came for him. And the rich man was in hell. I'm not saying be rich. I'm not saying if you are rich, you go to hell. I want you to be rich. Actually, if God asks my opinion, I want all my members to be billionaires. That I will stop taking Sunday offerings. I will just put some box in front there, some machine be like that. They just do ATM machine at the entrance. Then, okay, I know I'm be now. Reverend Steve was talking about the second row in the church. Hey, I'm believing God that a year, some years will come. By 1st January, some of you will call me. Pastor, what is the budget for the year? Mm, then you call me. Pastor, make sure you multiply it by two because I don't want you to be stressed. Then me too, my mouth is big old. Whether it's in the budget or not, I will say it. I will say, I think the pastors like doing that. They know the price. So, but, you know, if you come and ask me, well, how much will we need to do the windows? Expect me. I will say, I think. But I know. So the budget is about, let's say we have to consider the economy. So let's say about fifteen million dollars. Let's 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 anything around that, and you give thirty million dollars. Oh, you may people be anointed to execute this with ease. Yeah, it's not that kind of thing that you are come to give five hundred Ghana and. You are praying all the prayers for your hometown. <laughs> Holding the money, 500, like 500. You will move from that level. I said you will move from that level. May the Lord bless you abundantly in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. I'm looking out for a time where people come and say, Pastor, I want to rope the choir six different sets of uniform. How much is it? And you pay. Because they, they sew, they pay for their own dress. We don't, we don't sew for them. Because if you are going to wear, how can I sew for you? When you wear, they are giving you funds. It will start with a fetal power. Thank you very much. No, you have to pay for your own. But <laughs> I'm looking for a time where people will save the body of Christ 
We are looking for saviors of the church. Somebody will come, Pastor, I want to give, let's say, 100,000 Ghana City every year to cater for people's school fees and all that. It's, 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 it's normal. It, it, is, it is a normal thing. Joseph of Arimathea gave his, 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 his tomb. And he didn't go for it. It was there. So the, Jesus, the person they put in disappeared. And he went for it for the family. <laughs> we gave you room. You say you won't stay. Okay, we take back our room. May the Lord bless you. And make you great. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. I want you to close your eyes and in two minutes talk to God and pledge allegiance to Jesus again. Tell him you believe him. Even you believe him more. 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 We believe you more from today. We believe you more from today. When your son to lobo koboho shabrandi kapaya, leke tele kapaya lobahaya, imala baba 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 bashanda la baba, ekoto lobo koto lomo kodiva hatas, maleke shekeriyanto lobo kapaya. Believe you more. We believe you more. I want you to pray to God. You may not see yourself to be perfect. You may not see yourself to be a Christian, but talk to Jesus. That Lord, I believe you more. Use me for your glory. Lead me where you want me to be. Help me to overcome the challenges of life. And I know you are in my boat. I will be fine. I am fine. It is well with me. Nothing is lost and nothing is wasted. I am not alone. I'm not walking in life alone. I may have lost friends. I may have lost my job. I may no, I don't have parents. I may not be anybody in society, but Lord, I thank you that you are with me. You are with me. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my savior. You know, we had a song, I, I forgot it. Jesus is my savior. Day by day, night by night, Jesus is my Jesus is my Sing it. Uh-huh. Oh, sing it. Choristers. You are choristers. Pick it up. Ah, wait, 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 wait. Is it my, 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 or what? My. Okay, so let's start again. My, my, my. Jesus is my. My, my, my. Jesus is my, Jesus is my Savior, day by day, my, 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 Jesus, my, 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 sing it, oh everybody sing it with joy, let the enemy get angry, choristers, I want you to sing it professionally, oh my, 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 Jesus, oh my, 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 Jesus is mine, my, 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 Jesus is mine, Jesus is my Savior, day by day, my, 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 Jesus is Somebody say, I stand for Jesus, and only him will I give my life to, in Jesus' name, amen, give God.
The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.